Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. That beautiful, impassioned speech is undoubtedly memorized, but you can't tell it from the presentation. You see, memorization isn't the problem, it's presentation fatigue. That's often a problem in a contest speech that is practiced and presented multiple times. Welcome to Toastmasters 101, a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10 with your host, Kim Cratchy. If you're new to Toastmasters or just curious, this podcast is for you. We examine the Toastmasters education program and add just a few bits of extra information to help you face your fears and step up to the stage with confidence. When you're ready to discover the voice inside you and the leader you can become, Toastmasters will be there. Let's start at the beginning with Toastmasters 101. Lots of people in Toastmasters insist that memorization is the death of a speech. Once you've got it memorized, they say, you get bored with it, you can't adjust to your audience, you lose all the life and flair. And to a point, they're right, that can happen. But I've worked with a number of high school speech students over the years, and speech memorization is mandatory in several events, particularly the interpretive events. These speakers don't sound rote or tired. Go watch some national high school speech presentations on YouTube and let me recommend Andrea Ambaum's excellent winning speech from the National Speech and Debate Association 2014 competition. The link is in the show notes. That beautiful, impassioned speech is undoubtedly memorized, but you can't tell it from the presentation. You see, memorization isn't the problem. It's presentation fatigue. That's often a problem in a contest speech that is practiced and presented multiple times. But think about a Broadway play. The actors have to memorize their lines and perform multiple times with fervor and depth every time. If your speech doesn't make you excited, it's probably not a speech you should give often enough to require or attain memorization. In Toastmasters, it's rare that a non-contest speech is repeated that much, so memorization isn't that important. Whatever method you use to help you remember your speech, index cards, full text, some kind of really cool teleprompter on your tablet, and let me know how you do that. Some method of keeping your speech on track is valuable, even if once you get up there, you ignore it. I seem to do that a lot, but I write out my speech word for word, and once I get off track, sometimes it's really hard to get back to where I want to be. Keeping on track then is my big problem, but I found a way to do it with visual aids. This isn't anywhere in the competent communicator manual, but it works. Using props as reminders of where you want your speech to go and how to deliver it is the sneakiest, most successful tactic I've used. People love PowerPoint, I guess. With every screen, you're making sure you cover all your points. You're effectively on a roller coaster that's not gonna stop until you get to the end of the ride. Unless, of course, PowerPoint screws up or doesn't load, or the screen won't go live, or name it. The ways that a computer-assisted presentation can go wrong is endless. You've got to have a backup plan. This gives real visual aids an advantage over computer-generated ones. Have you seen any of the successful club series speeches? 
These are speeches that Toastmasters International has prepared outlines for delivery in every club. The series includes a number of speeches about club format, including one on club officers and meeting roles. In the past couple of years, Toastmasters has modified these speeches and now encourages the presenter to create a unique presentation of the material. That is a huge improvement over the old presentations. When I had to give that speech on club officers and meeting roles, I stopped at the local Panera Bakery and I picked up a variety of baked goods. Each club officer's role was described with a bagel, a muffin, or a loaf of French bread, whatever I could get just before the meeting. The speech was ultimately uploaded to YouTube for the club's website because it was creative, fun, and it covered all the material that Toastmasters wanted. Why was it fun? Compare a table topics leader to a blueberry muffin. Yes, I did that, and people got it. Holding up the muffin drove the point home. Frankly, a picture of blueberry muffin didn't work nearly as well the next time I gave the speech. Not only did the baked goods work as visual aids, the aromas also captured my audience's attention. Anything you can do to ensnare the audience's senses is a winner. Smells, tastes, feels. That's why a good visual aid helps you. Your audience is going to pay more attention to you. But visual aids also help you remember your speech. Put them out on the table so that you'll be reminded what comes next. Now, there's a concern about them being visible before you're ready to use them. That's a good point. Maybe the only place to store your aids is under your lectern. In that case, push your lectern out as far forward as you can so you can easily pull out the visual aid without the audience losing sight of your face. As an alternative, a box or a quiet bag watch the noise a plastic bag can make, it is really awful, can be a place for you to conceal your props right beside you. Let's not be hauling out a nasty box from the trash. Let's make some effort to make it appropriate for your presentation. Plain brown boxes aren't bad, but think of your box as marketing for your speech. Decorate it in some way to create curiosity for your audience. This is a treasure chest. It creates interest in your speech. Now the props help you remember your points in your speech. Presenting the visual aid can be a transition, but it can also be an illustration and held back until you're ready to make your point. Each visual aid can remind you of what you want to say and keep you focused. I mentioned the lectern a moment ago. Are you still standing behind it for all of your speeches? Maybe you've moved out. Maybe you haven't. Be careful when you want to give a speech with visual aids that you don't turn your back on the audience too much. Work to stage your props so you don't have to turn around. Ask the club sergeant at arms to help you with this. This may be the biggest challenge of arranging this speech. The more you engage your audience's senses, the better your speech will be. Using real props instead of computer images might not be an option if your prop is small and your audience is large. Work with what you've got in the space you have. Your task is to get your message across to your audience. Use whatever works, but be prepared when something goes wrong. In review, visual aids can help you keep on track in your speech better than using an outline, a note card, or a copy of your speech. 
Finding great visual aids help your audience get your message because it gets them involved through their senses or by capturing their imagination. PowerPoint is dangerous. You can't control the tech enough to be sure that it's going to work perfectly, so have a good backup plan. I mentioned the Successful Club series of speeches. These speeches are available to download for free from Toastmasters.org. They'll even give you a free slide deck, but you're not required to use it. These speeches cover important details that every club needs, and the Vice President of Education of your club is supposed to get these on the speaking schedule. If you're feeling stumped about a speech topic, you don't need to wait for inspiration. Download one of these and present it. If you're going to continue in the Toastmasters Education Program, of course, we want you to do that. These prepared speeches are required to achieve advanced awards. On our next podcast, we look at persuasion. We'll talk about Oxycleanus, the ancient Greek who predicted the rise of infomercials. You won't want to miss it. Meeting adjourned.